Welcome to David Clark's We Are Superman podcast, episode number 123. I am your host, Bill Stahl. We have another really great Monday Power Play episode to rally you to have a terrific start to your week. Once again in the hive is Gary Stotler, motivational coach and speaker and author of the book, Success is Spelled Action. Today we talk about purpose, how to establish it, how to keep your life's purposes in balance, and how to keep moving forward toward your goals when life gets complex. Enjoy. Gary Stotler is back in the hive for the We Are Superman podcast. We're going to talk today about purpose. Uh, right now, Mo the Kitten is on my lap. Her only purpose is to sleep here, but <laughs> uh, we'll see if she contributes later on. But, uh, you know, purpose is something we need to have in several different areas of our lives. I mean, obviously, we want to have a life's purpose, but that could encompass our work life, our family life, Um all sorts of areas, and sometimes these we, we make them mutually exclusive from one another, which is not necessarily good. It would be more positive, I would imagine, if our purposes in all these areas of our lives all kind of dovetail together, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's really important to have a life purpose, and then once you find your life purpose to be able to line up stuff in business, fitness, and family, all headed in the same direction. Something that I see that's very common is we'll get we'll get overweighted in one area. So, you know, someone that's successful in business, they find a business purpose, but it takes away from their fitness, it takes away from their family. Or someone, you know, they their family purpose is so strong that it takes away from their fitness and takes away from their business. Same thing with fitness, you know. And what happens is we get imbalanced and we only have enough time and we only have so many hours in a day. We only have so much emotional energy in a day. So anytime that we give more to one area, it takes away from the other areas. Sure. So, uh, the, the trouble is, is finding your purpose is very difficult because it takes time. It's not, you know, we can ask all the questions we want, but sometimes we have to try something. We have to fail at it. We have to step back and say, well, okay, I, I thought that's what it was, um, but that's not really what I want to do anymore. So we have to try a different avenue. And a lot of times that, that gets, it takes time, it takes energy. We have this idea that I failed at something, so I must be a failure or, you know, Bob over there, he's got his life purpose. Why don't I have my, my life purpose? And so it takes time, it takes energy and it takes attention to this. And it's, it's not something as easy as just reading a book and saying, oh, that's it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> right. uh, it, it takes time and energy. Yeah. Would you say that people maybe get, their, get out of balance by focusing too much on their work purpose? whether it's working for somebody else or working their own business. And as a result, the family gets neglected, their exercise and other health issues all get neglected. They, they lose their purposes there. Would you say that's true or could it go in any direction? I think it can go in any direction. Right. And I also think it goes in cycles. We have such a all in or nothing in mentality that I'm all in on business. I got to get my business going. If I could just get my business going and I can just make this much money, then I'll be able to divert 
energy and attention to the other aspects of my life, except for it takes us longer than we expect to get where we want in business. So by then now we're, maybe we're overweight or maybe we've neglected our family. And so, you know, I, the next thing is, oh man, I got, if I could just get my energy levels back, then I would be able to have time um, with my kids. I would be able to have energy with my kids. I would be able to be able to have energy in my business. So we spend so much time and then we get caught up in the fitness aspect of it and so much focus, so much energy, so much time goes into it. Now we've neglected our business and we've still neglected our family. So now we're like, well, I got to get my family back together. So now I put all my attention there. So now my business is really falling apart right? and my fitness, everything that I worked for is kind of going away just slowly, but surely. Um, and so now I'm just going to cycle back because, oh my gosh, I'm not making as much money. So now my, my weight and my fitness and health is going away and now my my family is going away. So it's just this perpetual cycle of all in here, all in here, all in here, always trying to keep up and catch up to what I neglected yesterday instead of setting myself up for success into tomorrow. Yeah, very true. I mean, I can think of examples of where people decide they've got this fitness goal. Maybe it's to run a hundred miles. And next thing you know, they're traveling all over. They are, you know, just obsessed with the mm-hmm. training that goes into it. Next thing you know, their family's getting neglected. Um, by connection, maybe their finances finances are getting messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're spending money to travel, go all these races. And that, of course, affects their family in other ways. Uh, at the same time, you see people get obsessed in their work. Mm-hmm. And they start putting in really long hours, ignore the family. They don't work out. They start eating poorly out on the road or just, you know, getting you know, office meals brought in and next thing you know, their fitness goes to hell. So Mm -hmm. um, certainly you can see examples in all areas, can't you? I learned the hard way. Yes. The reason I'm divorced, the reason that I live alone is because I neglected my family in search for running a hundred miles and building a business. And I, I, I screwed it up. I mean, it's an unfortunate lesson, but that's, that's where I learned about this whole unbalanced thing. And so personally, my purpose is to find more balance, to be able to, to balance everything out so I can still have a healthy fit lifestyle. I can spend more time with my boys. I can still run a business that is profitable yet still be able to leave a profit in people's lives. And it's taken me a long time. I've screwed up a whole bunch of things. Um, and it's taken a lot of self-reflection to get there but I'm glad I did. I, I right. would love to go back and redo a few things um, to change <laughs> a few things. But um, like we've talked about in the past, we can't change. We can't change the past. We can only move forward in the best way possible in the future. Right. But, uh, yeah, I see it. I see it all the time. We go all in on something to try to get it done now, and it just takes longer than we want it to. It takes longer than we think it will. We get three quarters of the way there, and we realize that that's not what we want. Um, and so stepping out of that is very, very difficult because now we're just, we're consumed with it. We've built something so quickly, so big that we're just stuck and we have to, we have to suffer through it until we either complete it or can pull ourselves out of it and start going a different direction. Okay. So the two part question that we're going to answer here in this episode is first of all, um, how do you balance that out? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you pull back and get yourself rebalanced? And of course, the one I'm sure that's on everybody's mind is how do you find your purpose? Perfect. Um, let's go to the balance question first. Right. And how I would do it, and I do it differently than some other people. Um, I would I would start with one percent change. I would start with doing what I do now 
and, and saying, okay, here's what I'm currently doing. Here's where my feet are. Here's where my head is. How can I take the best first step forward toward finding balance? So what am I doing? Well, am I doing business? Am I doing fitness? Am I doing family? Well, which one am I doing the best at? Which am I doing the worst at? And which one just kind of falls in the middle? And I would start with my strength because I'm not really good enough to start with my weakness and sure sure not good enough to start with the one that I suck at. So I would start with my strength and I would start improving that one way, shape or form. So with fitness, um, I have a very strong fitness background. I can actually give up some of the stuff in in fitness. I I, I gave up running a hundred miles so that I could spend more time on my business and spend more time building something for my family. Um, I'm an awful dad. So that's like my weakness. Um, beyond everything. So I'm trying to build my business so I can build some financial stability so that I can then spend more time with my boys. And one reason that I haven't built my business to this extraordinary, extraordinary have 5,000 clients is because that would give up in the future. That's going to force me to give up time with my boys. And I want to be able to travel to Wyoming. I want to be able to spend time with them, watch baseball games and watch hockey games whenever I want. I don't want to be buried in work, making a whole ton of money and then not be able to leave my business so that I can go spend time with them. So for me, it was backing out of the fitness to then be able to put energy into business so I can still spend energy on my, on my boys. So that's how I was specifically able to do it. Found out where my feet were, found out where my head was, found out where my heart was. And then I, I had to give up something that I love dearly to get something that I want more in the future. And I didn't just wake up one day and just give it up. I had to back my way out of it a little bit at a time. Once 1% change, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of giving up, you know, a part of my identity and then building something better for the future. And so that's, that's how I would say this is, this is how, this is how to build it a little bit at a time, not all in balls in, you know, 150% suffer. I'm not that kind of a person. I want to, I want to build joy around all of this. I want to have an enjoyable time doing this. And so 1% change, does it take longer? Absolutely. It does in the short term, but in the long term, all that consistency adds up into intensity. Magic happens when you're happy. If you're giving out of a joyful heart, magic happens. People, people give you things, people help you along the way. Um, you will discover things by being aware, by not going a hundred miles an hour, by maybe slowing down to 50, you see things that you didn't see before. You see, you know, right turns, left turns, you meet somebody, you do all these things and pulling that into how do you build your purpose? You build it along the way, right? You don't just wake up one day and like, what's my purpose? Here we go. And I'm going for it. It's built through positives, through hardships, through challenges, adversities. Um, for me, my, I would say it's built through awareness. Like, where are you today? And then build it through your disciplines. What do you enjoy doing? What do you not enjoy doing? What brings you confidence? What brings you self-worth? What brings you joy? What brings you gratitude? And as you build through all of this, you will, you will personally grow and you'll discover your potential. You'll discover things that you didn't know were possible. You'll discover things that you didn't know existed. Right. You'll discover things about your environment, your mind, your body, all of these amazing things. So it's this process of the ability to work through at a, some call it a snail's pace or tortoise pace, or just one step <laughs> at a time, whatever analogy you want to put behind it. 
it's it's just a matter of being aware of of what's going on in your surroundings, your mind, your body, what you're doing now, what you want to do in the future. And it's just, it's a constant process. It's taken me years, by the way. I mean, and yeah. I'm, I'm 36. I have, I don't have the world figured out, but I do, <laughs> I have found, I have found a pretty solid purpose in my life. And I, I'm very lucky and grateful that I get to live that purpose every day, but I didn't just wake up one day and say, this is the way it's going to be. Um, I had to fall on my face several times. Right. Um, I had to get dirt kicked in my face and get kicked in the nuts several times too. So you have to be willing to to take some of that discomfort, to take some of that pain. You have to give up something you want now right. to get something in the future. And you have to be willing to to work through the process. It It is there. I mean, I'm not the guy that came up with it. It's been around for two, 3,000 years. Right. Um, but you do have to be willing to read the books. You do have to be willing to listen to the people. You have to be willing to to do things that you don't want to do, um, not suffer, but you right. have to be willing to to break away from that discomfort. Yeah, and there's no set template. I mean, you can read the books, and it'll give you the ideas, but I know in your case, the path you chose uh, was unique to your situation. I mean, I got mm-hmm. a kick out of, uh, in reading your, your book about how you would go hang out at hotel breakfast rooms mm-hmm. and talk to these executives there. I mean, I, I never would have thought of doing that. That was that was very cool. But it was a way you were building on your mission. I mean, you made it your mission to do this so that you could get to your, to your purpose. Mm-hmm. I knew that the only way for me to move forward was to, to grasp more information and to grow. Right. And who better, who better to grow from than people that have everything that I want? Right. <laughs> and the people that don't have what I want. How did they how did they follow a process and not get a life of joy? Someone that has a million dollars and no joy is broke. Absolutely. And, like that's what I don't want to be. So learning from these people has been just as profitable learning from people that don't have what I want than the people that do have what I want cuz now I don't have to make the same mistakes they did. I can just I can skip like I can learn. Okay, they made all these mistakes. Perfect. That's things I don't have to do. I don't have to go right. through that process. Now I can just oh, sure. go do this. Yeah. And so, uh, again, trial, error, failure, hardships, challenges, adversities, every single one of those things has stimulated me to grow. It's made me become more intelligent. It's made me become more creative in how I, how I go about things. So it really, as, as cliche as it is, it's all about working the process day in, day out. And being willing to try something and have it not go right, learning from it, and then moving on in a, in a better direction. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is just overcoming any kind of fear you had about taking those steps. I mean, most people, like I say, would not talk to executives in a break room, people they don't even know. Um, but, but I think a lot of people sit around and they daydream and they say, wow, it would be great to run this business. It'd be great to open a restaurant. It would be great to you know, do whatever, but they are, they're paralyzed by the fear mm-hmm. of having to get rejected, of ha- having the, the downtimes, of maybe dipping into savings, of going broke, um, you know, all sorts of failures. And it paralyzes them from actually getting towards achieving that purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The greatest gift I was ever given was hitting rock bottom and having right. absolute, I, I had nothing. I had a $742 car and that was the only thing I had to lose. Right. And so I, I had nothing to lose. So if, if someone rejected me, okay, cool. There's 
six million, six billion other people that I still haven't got to reject me yet. (laughs) And so that was, that was a gift I was given. There was no fear of loss. I didn't have any money. I didn't have anything to lose. Um, so why not go for it? Except for, you know, at that point, I, all of my comforts of the world had been taken away, taken away. You had no comfort zone. (laughs) I had no comfort zone. (laughs) Right. Um, and it was, it was the greatest gift, but I don't want most people to have to go through that. I don't want you to have to hit rock bottom. And so through all of that, I was, I documented, I journaled, here's what worked for me. Here's what's worked for other people. And there's, there's processes to work through fear. There's processes to work through anxiety, uh, the process to clear that overwhelm. And it's when we learn those processes, it helps us move quicker and more efficiently and uh, more effectively. And so that's, that's been the greatest gift, but I've learned all of that from my failures and from the failures of other people. Yeah. No, it's it, it's a hugely valuable learning experience, and like you say, it would be better if you know. Great that everybody doesn't have to hit rock bottom. You can learn no matter where you're at. There's always more knowledge to gain. There are people who have done it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's very little. I mean, you can have a completely unique business idea, but starting a business is not unique. Right. So there, there are always things that you can learn from others and get towards that purpose that you have. Yep. Exactly. And yeah. the people who have this information, they're dying to share it. I That's mean, that true. was that was something I learned. You walk into a group full of uh, successful business owners, and they are dying to tell you all about how they did it. <laughs> right. And so you just sit down and you ask a question and you shut up. Yes. That was the greatest lesson I learned. You just ask a question and you just shut up and just listen. And they will tell yep. you everything you want to know about success and right. failure. Yep. You know, it's kind of like the advice I give to a lot of young people about they wonder how to get into a particular field. And most kids have this attitude right now that, oh, you fill out an application or you, you know, you go ask somebody for a job. And that's wrong. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is you contact some executive, somebody or somebody's in that position that you want to be in and just say, hey, would you mind sitting down and sharing your ideas? Let me know how did you get here? What what can I do to get there, etc. Everybody's very happy to help a young person who's trying to get to that point. It doesn't even have to just be a young person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they will sit there while talking to you and say, wow, that person who came to me, first of all, they've got some courage, but secondly, they've got something on the ball here. They mm-hmm. might even offer you a job just like that. It's a lot more frequently than if you just blatantly said, hey, mister, would you give me a job? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But nobody hired you though, huh? Uh, actually, no. <laughs> several people did hire me did they? Okay. <laughs> um, to, to speak to their, to speak to their salespeople in their group. Sure. So, um, but I didn't, I didn't sell myself at all. I just asked them and they sold me on themselves. Yep. Amazing how that works, so, isn't it? It is. Yep. Right. Well, good. Well, that's a great uh, primer in terms of finding out what your purpose is and how to uh, move forward, make it your mission, move forward all the time towards actually achieving that purpose. So thank you very much. Once again, uh, once again, uh, Mo the Kitten served no other purpose than sitting on my lap here, but she's very happy about it. So she achieved hers. But thank you again for all your great insights, Gary. Of course. Thanks for having me again. You bet. Thank you again for listening to the We Are Superman podcast. Please feel free to contact me if you are struggling with addiction or eating issues. There are answers for you. I can also help you get started in or advance your exercise program or with making changes to a healthier lifestyle. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute and give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. These five-star ratings help us rise higher in the podcast services search algorithms, helping more people find our show. The We Are Superman podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. 
And please drop me a note and let me know what you think of the We Are Superman podcast. Your feedback is important because I'd like to keep providing content that is meaningful to you on a similar kind of level that David was able to provide to you. Until next time, get your vaccination, and I've had number two, suffered no zero side effects, and always be positive. <laughs>